Hi, and welcome to Mind the Millennial Gap. My name is Chris, and I'm an elder millennial. And my name is Jillian, and I'm a younger millennial. And together, we discuss topics from our viewpoints across the different ends of millennialism. And we are so happy to have you here with us. Hey, Cheech. Hi, Chris. How's your week? Uh, it was good. It was really good. It was excellent. It was one of the best weeks. It was good. Okay. I can't <laughs> wait to talk about it. Okay. However, <laughs> from last week, I've been waiting all week. Oh. All week to ask you just for this episode, just for this moment of time. Ooh. What's the best trauma-rama that you read this week? Oh, okay. Oh, man. Um... That's a really good question. While Jeej thinks of this, uh, if you didn't pick up a prior episode to this episode, uh, there was a segment in Teen 17 Vogue, all of the targeted magazines of the time that was Trauma-Rama and you tell a story anonymously on yourself about your trauma. So do you want to know the best one I read that happened to someone else or the best my own trauma-rama of the week? I mean, dealer's choice. I was asking you of maybe one that you read about someone else. Oh, though. I don't know if I read any. I don't know. I was, I was very occupied last week. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I read any. Sorry. Okay. That's a boring answer. Trauma-rama <laughs> this week. Okay. Okay. I will seek out some trauma-rama this week. Just for you. <laughs> Just for this. All right. So... Wait, Chris. What's that? What's the most millennial thing that happened to you this week? Oh, the m- most millennial thing. Hold on one sec. <coughs> yeah, we are really out of practice from like many weeks right. off. We have like lost back. the flow. Um, most millennial thing. That's a, let's see here. I don't know. I like, I made avocado toast this weekend. You, Okay. <laughs> You should brag. So, um, our dear friend, Sarah, Dr. Sarah, I don't think she's a doctor. Dr. Bowman is her husband. Um, Sarah is a social worker, social worker, Sarah. She was on one of our episodes Mm -hmm. earlier last year. So please go give that a listen. Um, and she was here this weekend, which was the most wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. And Chris on Sunday morning made us ricotta scrambled eggs which like if you say those things in your head it sounds gross to me but then you actually eat them in real life and you're like wow these are delicious (laughs) they just make them little pillowy clouds of amazing um and some avocado toast with hot honey and like red pepper flakes it was bougie as (laughs) heck Chris and delicious so yeah you served up that breakfast with avocados. I do like to cook. <laughs> Very good at it. So if anyone ever comes and visits, I will cook for you. How's that? I love it. Okay. So when it's my week, I kind of constantly think about a little bit more of the social issues or some of the other things that pertain to our millennial experience. But I had to just like pause everything, everything, no thoughts, no research, no looking anything up because everyone <laughs> Jillian had one of the most like unbelievable Hollywood esque 
life movie experiences this weekend. And we are here to talk about it. <laughs> That's right. We are here to talk about the mystery of Jillian figuring out how to uh, have the most amazing Taylor Swift weekend ever. <laughs> I was going to say some details and then I was like, no, 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 we're going to save it all for the story. <laughs> Jeej, would you, would you care to lead out with a preamble of anything? Because I'm going to, everyone, I am going to take you through <laughs> one of the most unbelievable journeys. And if it wasn't documented, I wouldn't believe it myself. <laughs> I'm just going to say, um, Everyone involved in the story feels very, very lucky and very, very grateful that this happened. Um, yeah, just like kind of like a big mwah, thank you universe to that publicly because, yeah, we feel we feel really happy and grateful. So for the record, uh, Jillian was one of the lucky folks that uh, was able to secure tickets to a prior show in the Taylor Swift world domination tour yes and she went through the hassle of waiting in queues and all of the things that a lot of people experience it was very fortunate to have those tickets so you went to opening weekend right? i went to opening weekend in glendale yeah yep i did have a priority because i, I had Loverfest tickets which apparently like made it more likely but it was I, in our group of I think there were like 10 people in, spread in between two groups, maybe more. Mm -hmm. I think there were three codes between everyone and people had priority too. So wild. It was, that was crazy. Okay. Take us to the genesis of this journey. What, what, uh, what set all this off? Because you had no plans of going to Taylor Swift again. Like no, no real plans. You've yeah. gone and... Uh, you, like many other, probably watch TikToks of her every weekend. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um, when I figured out we were going to be living near Seattle by the time she came back around, of course, I was like, oh, that would be so fun to go see her again. Um, however, there were uh, I was like, you know, I had such a great time. I, I won't know anyone in Seattle and I don't really want to go alone. I know Chris would have gone with me and that would have been wonderful. But like also, I don't know. I kind of like my girly time. <laughs> like that's such a girly thing. I'm already he's already taken me to the Barbie movie, which I really appreciate. Um, didn't want to like double down on that. So I was like, I was absolutely fine going down by myself and just hanging out in front of the stadium um, and just there are some places where parties are happening or people are gathering. Um, so I was great just going down and having that be a thing, maybe going to one of the like themed bars for the week. All good things. But Thursday night, two Thursdays ago. So T minus nine days to the Taylor Swift concert. I get a call from our beloved Sarah brothers who we spoke about being on the podcast earlier. She's wonderful. We've been friends for 12 years at this point. Um, truly one of my favorite people. And she's just, I'm just obsessed with her and her entire family. Um, she calls me and she's like, hey, are you, uh, are you planning on getting tickets to Seattle? Because I've been like, oh, yeah, maybe like at one point, right? Thinking about it. I was like, oh, like yeah, if they're really cheap, I'll go. But if if not, like I'm probably I was planning on just being outside 
And she's like, okay, but like, what if I fly out and we try to get tickets? Like, so we play. So everyone, nine days, nine Nine days days. prior to a concert that has been sold out. I imagine Seattle has been sold out for what? Nine months. Yes. Since we, you bought tickets, every ticket was sold out. Yeah. So. And so in nine days. You all are going to hatch this scheme and put this out into the universe in hopes that maybe something comes out of it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just yes. leaving that there. Leaving that there because this thought, because I know where this thing finishes, this thought right here is so pure and true. <laughs> and I can't ever form a thought like that for some reason. I love it. <laughs> So nine days. Nine what days. ifs? The what, what if, ifs are being discussed over the phone. To live for the hope of it all, really and truly. That is a Taylor Swift lyric, Chris. You did not respond to that, and I realized. <laughs> Honest with me. Uh, <laughs> so nine days, yeah. So she buys three one-way tickets. On that on that first day that you On that ta- first day, spoke. yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Cleared it with the homies. Everyone said, yep. Terry's cool. Mm-hmm. Bought tickets. Three one-way tickets. One of them was on Spirit Airways. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, okay, here are the times I get in. She's like, it's going to be a tight 36 hours. <laughs> she gets in at 5.30 on Saturday night. So the first concert was Saturday night. at six, It started at 6.30. Okay, so <laughs> give yourself a whole hour. <laughs> so give yourself a whole hour to get down there. To get to the concert. To get to the concert. Without without any plans of getting into without the Without any tickets, yeah. Or we could try for Sunday night at 6.30. And Sarah was flying out at 5.45 the next morning, and we live an hour away from the airport. So we were like, okay. Yeah, yeah, Either that, that way, sounds like a plan. Let's do this. We are going to figure <laughs> this out. It's going to be great. So it was a tight 36. But you know... It was the best 36. Um, <laughs> okay. So tickets are purchased. Yes. Reconnaissance starts. Reconnaissance starts. So take us through take us through the network of of thoughts and the network of internet searches. So Sarah is nothing if not resourceful. And oh my goodness, girl found TikToks on like how Ticketmaster does their additional drops. Um, and then started researching like who has really reliable ticket resale sites. Okay, so take everyone through that Ticketmaster, um, what is potentially folklore. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so Taylor Swift has this like great stage it is it's like multi shape piece everything um and what's been happening is the concert is like sold out and then Ticketmaster is the original ticket seller once her stage comes and gets uh built out and they have like a sound check then Ticketmaster figures out how many other seats they can put in and opens those seats up and to so- verified fans who tried to get in the first time so think, think this through. Yeah. Taylor Swift's stage, by all accounts that I've resourced, TikTok. TikTok. Takes up the better part of a NFL football field. Yeah, it's amazing. It's huge. So it's a big, it's a big piece of equipment, yeah. I guess. And 
because they need dimensional, I guess, uh, flexibility, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily create every row on the floor in front of the stage. Like, that is the key piece of this. Yes, that is the key piece of this whole story. Um, and also, because her stage is very tall, a lot of the tickets with, like, obstructed views were they were trying to figure out how obstructed the view was right to kind of price anyone back Uh, there open them so there were a lot of tickets kind of behind the stage that could have been up for grabs and then tickets kind of around like around the stage as well okay so potentials Ticketmaster folklore which may or may not be true is the hope and the prayer that we're hanging these already purchased plane tickets on. Right, because we are actively, actively watching... What What is the going rate of resale tickets at Taylor Swift at this point? Oh, I I think it really depends. Um, I can tell you in our experience, we didn't see... Bo- bottom bowl. Bottom, oh, bottom bowl was like averaging about like $1,200. A seat. A seat. When okay. we originally bought our bottom bowl tickets... They were, um, I think, like two forty nine for like the lower. Yeah, we were in lower bowl, mm-hmm. like not floor, but lower bowl. Right. Yeah. So quite a big markup. The yeah, quite a big markup. markup. So tickets purchased, eyes yeah. wide open. That the resale market rates twelve hundred bucks a ticket for a seat that would be an amazing experience. Exactly. Exactly. But we're also armed with. Um, with all the knowledge of the Swifties who came before us on this tour, they, there is, there's an amazing network out there of people <laughs> who are like helping people understand when Ticketmaster is going to drop these tickets potentially, kind of based on the cadence, and tweets out the word go, and you just have to go, and you click, and you click, and you click, and you click, and you hope, and they get in queue, and you buy the tickets. Um, so that is something that's been happening and they've kind of changed up a little bit how they've done it. So everything's in flux, but everyone is really like, they're like, this is the opportunity for ticket master face value tickets. And the hope is that it's only fans that are able to get in and buy those and they don't get bought by bots and like pushed out. So through an amalgamation of multiple social media platforms yes you all come to this understanding of possibilities that besides having to go to the resellers exactly so that is that is the only way to do it and then as far as resellers go there's also people who track kind of when prices spike and when they drop in front of individual concerts and kind of what you can expect to see for pricing so like the morning of the event, don't buy tickets because they're they're about as high as they're going to be. As you get them later in the day, like as long as people aren't rush buying them all at once, you're gonna see them like go down and go down and go down. And if you can miss the opener, like you're in for way cheap because people are just desperate to get rid of these tickets at that point. So there is there was like some like here's some information about that. Here's where the like the fee structure is better for you like all of these different things here's how to tell if people are scamming you with tickets okay so you all were armed with some hearsay yes and some proven tactics yes exactly exactly and we're approximately eight to three days out at this period of time so about at this time so we're yeah we're gathering the information, but knowing that nothing really is going to happen until probably like the Thursday before 
the concert. Okay. And this is where you come into the story, Christopher. Awesome. Thursday comes around. Boarding passes are are getting uh, checked on apps so Sarah can come out, right? Yeah. So it's like she's We're up. like washing the sheets, getting yeah, everything exactly. ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Thursday. So Thursday. It's the first day that a potential Ticketmaster drop can happen. And we know this based on the Twitter accounts and the historical data. Thank you, Swifties. And I have a doctor's appointment. And so you, my dear, were on reconnaissance for us. So we got to log into log into Ticketmaster and you refreshed and refreshed and refreshed until it became clear there was not going to be a drop that day for tickets. So no additional tickets were available. So Thursday passes. No one's still panicked. Nobody is still panicking. We're just like, that's fine. We'll try again tomorrow. So the next day, I'm there making friendship bracelets, just truly being like, we're going to will this into existence. Jazz sitting there, waiting for Ticketmaster to drop. We've been refreshing for like hours at this point, just sitting there, face and then like FaceTiming and everything. And um, then it happens and you're able, they would get the go and you jump in the queue. And it turns out Ticketmaster has done something that's like really cool. But it, it wasn't in our favor for getting tickets. And this is Friday night. This is Friday night. They've yeah. locked it to people who originally, to accounts that originally had Seattle as one of their top picks for the city, which I love. I think that's a great thing that they're, they're doing. Um, I did not have Seattle as one of my original cities. Neither did Sarah. So we were unable to like get into tickets. We were like, oh, shoot. Like, if that's how it's going to be, we're not going to get tickets at all. Um, and so Sarah starts talking to people on Twitter, some who definitely were a scam and some who like might not have been, but might've been really bad at technology and could not make Venmo happen. So wait, 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 so, wait, 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 you, you didn't bridge me there. So Sarah is on Twitter. Yes. So Sarah's tweet, on Twitter. Like communicating back and forth with resellers. Yes. Okay. With people who are like, I've got tickets and she has like done the work and been like, Hey, this is here's some tips on how to get people to like to weed out scammers essentially like here's ask them to send a video of you of them doing these things and then she got a video that like they did those things but then they couldn't figure out venmo and then they kept sending us i don't even know it was bizarre so let me (laughs) let me just take a little half step here yes i walk in and out of this conversation for hours this phone call was hours and hours long. Jillian's in the kitchen. So I walk, you know, I get a snack. You know, I walk by <laughs> it. It's happening. I walk away, get a snack. What I feel like is a long time later. <laughs> this is still happening. And I'm hearing all of this, but not being a participant in the conversation at all. And I was asked for an opinion of what do you think we should do, Chris? And this Everyone is a lesson for you. <laughs> when someone you love and that you trust is about to make a bad decision <laughs> and it doesn't harm their life, you just go ahead, let them make that bad decision. Don't tie your name to it at all. But every single one, in spite of Jilly giving everyone grace, everyone was trying to scam them. <laughs> I don't know. That one person had us pretty convinced. So if they they were either the best scammer in the world or the worst scammer ever, because they did not get paid. 
Ace does not agree. <laughs> so, anyways, now we're just hours, hours, everyone. I can't, oh, I can't stress to you enough. Hours dealing with incoherent internet thoughts of other people that are trying to take money from them. It's all good. We, we, it was a lot more than that. We checking out Ticketmaster, all those things. <laughs> so, but now the panic is starting to set in because we are now less than twenty four hours away from the first show. Um, and Sarah's getting on a plane like in the morning and she was coming regardless, but it just, it was like, okay, by the time you get off planes, we're going to have to have some sort of decision made on what our next two days are going to look like. Okay. Also, let me put a data point in here because it's getting real. It's late Friday night Yeah. in Seattle, because I wouldn't say that we are, uh, by any Stretch of the imagination, like real residents here. Like I still feel like I'm, I'm visiting, um, but somehow, some way, like public transit Armageddon, public event oh, apocalypse yeah. happened in Seattle this uh, last weekend. Yes, and so this is. Can you tell everyone like all, everything that was yeah. happening? Yeah. So I started, Sarah sent me the first one. Then I started getting a lot of them about like, here are all the things that are happening in Seattle this weekend. So on top of the Taylor Swift conference, which shuts concert, down ta- towns. Yeah. It, it shares the Lumen field where it was held, shares like all like parking structures and is right next door to the, so the football fields next to the baseball. Diamond. Yeah. And there was going to be a, Blue Jays Mariners game there and one thing about the Blue Jays is that they're like right right across the border and there's a lot of people that come in from Canada um to support them and people say it kind of feels like a home game for them too so which is kind of fun but there was going to be a lot of extra people in the city because of that there was also a, a block party I think it was the Capitol Hill block party. Yeah, like shut down a part of the city size yeah. block party. Yeah, um, kind of like Kilby Court for you, Utahns. Um, and then there was like a, an event by the Space Needle called like Tate Bite of Seattle or something where there was, we walked through it yesterday, um, a, like a bazillion vendor, food vendors and like a bazillion and a half people. Um, and then one of the major yeah. interstates is that, also that connects... Seattle to another critical part of of uh, Seattle was all down and rerouted. Yeah. And so they were like, parking is going to be an absolute nightmare. So I started looking for like, all the parking for the concert was already sold out. Um, I started looking for like parking near it. And I was, it was like $124 to be like nowhere close, nowhere close. So I was like, you know what? I bet if I get early enough, to the if I park close to the airport on somewhere that the line that connects the airport to downtown is so the train line the train line I can go pick up Sarah I can go downtown for most of the day like I'll park there go downtown pick up Sarah and then we'll go back or we'll drive home we'll figure out what to do like depending on what what we were doing okay so let's recap up to this point because this is the like morning of Painting the picture. So this is morning up, but this is painting the picture of the story. Hope and a prayer. Some TikTok instructions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> city gridlock, like city shouldn't be moving. Yes. Um, no tickets. 
no line to get tickets. Like everything's no. working against you at this everything, point. Everything, and I'm getting a little nervous. So like morning of, Sarah's getting ready to go. She literally texted and she, uh, her, the only bag she brought was like her concert bag and she had like a change of clothes in it. And she texted me, she's like, with a change of clothes and a dream. And she was on her way. For those uh, who don't know what a concert bag is, because like I did It's like a clear myself, bag, yeah. Clear backpack. Clear, clear bag for security purposes yeah. when you go to uh, a large stadium, right? Yes. Um, so she was on her way and we were texting. Like I was looking at seat prices. Every free, every free second I could once I got downtown. So I got downtown about... 10 a.m. I think I got like 9.55. I was like pulling up, parked in the parking garage. Was so glad I got there hours and hours and hours before the 6.30 concert because parking was almost full already at that point. I rode in with so many people who were like, yeah, we weren't taking that chance. Um, so it was crazy. Packed my, I grabbed like a cute outfit and just stuck it in my bag and just took off for downtown and was like, I'm just going to find a place where I can charge my phone and re-click on these sites. And I am dedicated to this. Okay. Uh, Swifty, yeah. Swifty um, glitter <laughs> point number one. Yes. Little girl. Oh. Between yeah. parking and the cafe. Yeah, this was really adorable. So there were, there were like I said, like a lot of Swifties kind of getting into the um just getting to town getting to town with me and one of them was this really cute little girl i i would put her on like kind of between five and six ish years old super super cute and i wasn't dressed up or anything i just looked like i, I was just looked like myself um and uh she came up to me and her like cute little Taylor Swift shirt. And I was like, Oh, are you going to the concert tonight? And she was like, yeah. And she, then she was like, I like your hair. Cause my hair is pink. Um, and I was like, thank you. And then she like held out her arm. She was like, do you want, do you want a friendship bracelet? Which for those of you who don't know, friendship bracelets at this Taylor Swift concert, you've been, people make them and they trade them with each other. And it's very sweet and cute. Um, and I was like, yes. And I, mom, everything for the concert was back in the car. And I was like, I don't have any to give you right now. But if, if I see you at the concert, you can have two. And she was stoked on that. And I was like, oh, I hope one, I get into the concert and two, I find her at the concert. She's so cute. Um, this is, she gave me, and she told me it glow, glowed in the dark and I kind of doubted it, but it, it does glow in the dark. <laughs> Turns out she's not lying to me. <laughs> um, and it says starlight on it, which is really cute. It was like clearly made by a five or six. It's so cute. So. That was adorable. And just set the whole mood for the whole day. The city was filled with Swifties and Canadians. It was lovely. <laughs> All right. Refreshing sights. Still, like, oh. T minus, what, like, eight hours? Uh, Yeah, probably at this point, eight hours. So, eight hours. Yep. Sarah's still on a plane. Sarah's still on a plane. You're refreshing anything that you can. Yeah. No chance of even a ticket at this point. There, there are chances of I'm sorry, tickets. Unless you go market price, so market reseller price, which is what you were trying to avoid this entire time. Yeah, yeah. And everything to add, the all the tickets that had dropped the day before from Ticketmaster were for those really obstructed seats behind the stadium. Ah. 
Um, and they were originally $49. We were seeing them being sold for like 800 right after, which is really disappointing. You're like, oh, to, to see a big screen. Because it is, they put a projector and all sorts of stuff up for those. They did. They did. Ones, right? yeah, yeah, they absolutely did. But like, just like, those were about $49. Take it right. That's about how much I would have paid. So I thought for those. Um, and then. <laughs> Yeah, it was just crazy to see him. So Sarah, as she's getting on the plane, she's I'm like, I need to know, like, if you're not going to have service and we are looking for tickets for either day at this point, like, what is your strike price? And so she decided 500 or no, 250 for obstructed views, those $49 yeah. ones that we were talking about. And then under a thousand for anything else. And she's like, are those prices insane? I was like. At this point, like, we're just sending it. Like, we will do it the best we can. Yeah, but I agree. Like, those are the, those are our upper limits for sure. So, I have these things. I'm refreshing, 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 refreshing. Nothing. She gets off. Is She's, this noonish? What, what are we talking? This is noonish. And so, she has a layover. We're, we're looking. We're trying okay, to do so things. You would, if you had tickets, you'd be five hours away from going to the stadium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Sarah texts me and says like her friend's cousin might've been a verified fan in Seattle. So he might be able, if we use his account, we might be able to get tickets, um, for like be able, if Ticketmaster does another drop because we'll be in Seattle that, so now I have his Ticketmaster account and my Ticketmaster account open and then trying to toggle between different um like all the different reseller apps too and we're just not finding anything so at this point i'm not i'm like oh prices are we're like noon prices are still really going to drop i was going to ask you another one but that was great sorry go ahead if if anyone knows jillian and i'm talking like really knows jillian her devices are always at about four percent charged yes (laughs) And so not only lucky. is it a refresh ticket tickets, it's a it's a race against four percent charge yes. time constantly in her life. Always. <laughs> Always. It is. That's real. But uh, that's why I sat my butt down in a cafe and had like all my chargers plugged in <laughs> to prepare for this. Um, still nothing. OK. And I was like, OK, now I'm Sarah's getting on another plane. I am. Um, or she's about, she's like half an hour away from getting on another plane. I'm like, okay, and this time I'm going to go just like head into a little bit more into the city. I'd kind of gone out a little bit to sit in a cafe, um, and just like, see, I'm going to try to go nearish the stadium, see if there's anyone like selling tickets on the street. Right. Yep. So I like head out there and, um, like there's a little, a little scuffle, that I see and somebody's like, oh, this guy is selling tickets over by the Target. And so um, for anyone who hasn't been to Seattle, the Target is relatively downtown yeah. is how that would be classified. It's like a handful of blocks. From and Pike's it's probably Pike. 10 to 15 city blocks away from the stadium. Yeah. So it's a little bit away. Yeah. And I'm I'm near Pike Place at this point, And so I just... Like I'm in a dress like two or and three like blocks tennis away. shoes and I just book yep. it mm-hmm. as fast as I can to the target. And there's a guy there sure enough and people are kind of around him and he's like, oh, I'm sold out. I'm sold out. 
go to the stadium. And so I'm like texting Sarah. I'm like, okay, Target guy sold out. I need to go and get boob tape anyway. So I'm going to go do that. And then I'm going to go to the stadium and see if I can find us tickets. So go in. Target, Target employee I asked looked like I had grown like seven heads when I asked where the boob tape is because I could not find it in the aisle that it was supposed to be in. Um, That's my, right, everyone. She is saying boob tape. Boob tape, yes, because I was going to wear a dress and it just it needed a little tape. And she was like, it is sold out. And I was like, okay, sorry. Should have guessed. Um, so I went and <laughs> got dare, some. How dare, how dare I dare show I? up to a Target last minute for yes. boob tape? <laughs> so I ended up getting double-sided stick tape and just like praying that like this was going to hold up. Spoiler, it did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I then book it to the stadium as fast as I can. And it is a complete vibe. They're having a sound check. There is a merch line about four miles long. <laughs> and I cannot find a single person selling tickets. Not, not one. Not one. And Sarah is now back in the air. And she's like, you know the strike prices. You know when the things are going to drop. You know what to do. Exactly. She was like, carry I'm, on, soldier. I have, I have a pair of underwear and a clear bag exactly, on my back. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we got this. <laughs> so at this point, I'm laser focused. I get back on the train, ride, go put on my outfit, try to stick this, stick the double-sided stick tape to me on this dress that's just ill-fitting. Um, like get as much glitter on my body as I possibly can, and then get in the in train. In a parking garage. In a park, correct. <laughs> Making people mad because they thought that I was backing out. Remember, there's no parking in the whole city. And I had to keep being out and being like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> keep trying to find a space. I'm so sorry. Um, go to the airport. I'm a little early for Sarah to be getting there. This is now like, I got to the airport, I think, at 4.30. And so any second, Sarah's getting in at 5.30. And any second, the... Tickets are going to drop ostensibly from Ticketmaster. If there's going to be a second drop, the, it's going to if be the, that. If the math holds up. If the math holds up, it'll this be is what we expect. possibly, they were like, probably for Sunday is right. what the guess was. And it's like $1,200 tickets turn into what in that instance? Are, um, they, are they more like $600? No, so they would be sell, like those $1,200 tickets I talked yeah. about, like kind of where we sat. We bought them for like 240 something. Um, so it, it would be 240 something. Okay. They would eventually just get down to face value is what the math says. So those Ticketmaster ones would only be sold at face value oh, ever. okay. Ever, ever. Yeah. I was talking about even what resellers, because I oh, thought no. that was the tactic. I'm sorry. I crossed them up. No, 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 no. So we were trying to get back into the Ticketmaster and only play face value. So now I'm sitting at the airport, um, with like my phone connected, my iPad connected and just sitting there and refreshing and not seeing like not seeing anything happening, toggling back and forth between all the reseller apps and then Ticketmaster and Twitter to like make sure that I had missed the notification that like Ticketmaster did the drop, get the notification that Ticketmaster does a drop. I'm able to get it on one on somebody's account, the other the guy who had the Seattle things account. Um, but it turns out he didn't actually have Seattle and it kicked us out pretty quick. Um, and then a bug happened and I was able to add two floor seats for like 340 into my cart each uh they were like kind of back and like in the very weird corner and then but floor um, all the same but floor all the same okay and they were they were gone i couldn't i couldn't check out with any try seats i tried to get so unfortunately okay. bots had gotten them all like within 
seconds uh-huh. of them dropping. So then I'm like texting Sarah, giving her a play-by-play of this the entire time. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do at this point. We're not seeing anything in our price range. And we're at like T minus Taylor at this we point. We are, this is like five <laughs> ten. now. I'm sitting there. My boobs have already popped out like five times at the airport because this tape is not working. <laughs> um, I'm just, like I'm sitting underneath, you can charge these things and I got so tired of standing and I crawled underneath it. So I'm just a mess at the airport, like refreshing and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Ta- Taylor, Sarah Lance like 15 minutes early, which is, this is the beginning. Okay, back up. A little bit about Sarah. She's one of the truly most magical people I ever know in my entire life. Um, we together are very lucky with Taylor Swift things, but we, I was pretty, I was pretty dowdy at this point that this was going to work. And you were just consigned to We Can Vibe. I was like, yep, absolutely. We can try on Sunday, like Today would have been the ideal day to go, mm-hmm. but we can try again on Sunday um, and just vibe tonight. And so, like, I'm texting her, and all of a sudden, like, I can see the messages are delivering, and she gets off the plane, and she's like, I have these tickets in my card. And they are, we can see that they are tickets, and they are below our price range and where we are yep and we were like okay i was like yes hit that button purchase purchase them so she bought them and we were beyond stoked and they were floor tickets so we went hold on hold on we went from can't get tickets at all yeah to sarah magically having some in her shopping cart she like she ate with she saw them pop up on a reseller reseller okay and she was like that to have floor seats under that, I don't know if we're going to see. Because we saw all those floor seats that had been purchased by the bots yep. drop. And it kind of brought everything up again. Okay. So tickets, we the obstructive view tickets were still at $500, like 500 plus. Mm-hmm. And then we were seeing like nothing else. Nothing else. So these popped down. Okay. So 5.30 in the afternoon, concert starting in an hour. Yes. Happened to click a button. Happen to get it in a shopping cart. Happen to be below the, like, we can pay up to this much yes. value. And, and everyone on the floor. And on the floor. And so I'm just like, oh, what? Like, this is crazy. We're going, we're like going to the concert. All of these things lined up where we didn't think that so, they were going to. Recap. Nine days. Yeah. Someone put it into the universe that you want to try something out with me? Yeah. You want to have a little fun? Yeah. <laughs> to one hour before the concert. Yes. Have tickets, can get in, can see Taylor Swift on the floor. Yes. Taylor, or Sarah is like buying them getting off the plane. She has like landed the jackpot where I have not pulled a single trigger because I've not seen anything below our price range. And I was like, and I'm not going above it without talking to her. This alone is already 
like the Hollywood movie. It's amazing, right? We like to pull up and she, we find each other, we hug each other like in a movie and then we like take off to go like get on the train. Right. Because at this point, everyone remember they're at the airport. They still have to take the train back into the city. Yes. So that they can go walk to the venue. Yeah. Yeah. So we do that. We're there and we're freaking out. We're like, we can't believe this is happening. We can't believe that like we got ticket, like all the things lined up and this was great. And we like take the train in and we're going in and they have this like cute little a separate entrance for if you're on the floor. And so Sarah was like twirling going in and we were, it was magical, really short merch line. We got in um, and we could like kind of hear that the openers were playing still like got some merch and then headed in like right. This Did is not... where the movie typically ends everyone. Just exactly. let me pause. Let me pause. Oh, sorry. This is where everyone sits there and says, oh my gosh, all the buildup. Here's the happy ending. Roll those credits. Exactly. Right. This you was just amazing. like victory. We did it. We we did it. Like against the odds. False summit, everyone. False summit. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait for this. So going in to see their seats. Yes. Going in to see our seats. And like Sarah is telling like everyone that we're talking to in the merch line and everything. She's like, we didn't have tickets an hour ago. And people are like, what? And so it's already like, I'm sure there were people that went home and told people about the girl that flew in and did not have tickets and (laughs) then ended up on the floor. And it is, it is a beautiful thing. So then we're looking for our tickets and they're like, okay, okay. Like over here. You're this way. You're in this row. And we had seen we're, we're row eight. So we were like, oh, that's amazing. Row we're eight going to on be the floor. So close to her. It's going to be so good. And then we're going down row eight. And Sarah turns to me and she's like, Jillian, we are seat 24 and 25. And I was just like beep bopping. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's great. It's weird that all the seats don't have numbers. You have to count by fives. Um, so just absolutely vibing uh, and not paying attention. I soon realized what she was trying to convey to me. The stage bumped out. And so, although we were row eight of, like, parts of the stage, we were the front row of the part of the stage we were at. (laughs) A concert that has been sold out for over nine months. A... A fleeting idea nine days before this concert starts that's been sold out for nine months. Somehow, some way, come across tickets that are affordable. Somehow, some way, actually get them. Oh my goodness, they're better than the seats that you had when you actually bought tickets the last time. And it just happens to be that some fate of architecture puts your seat on the front row of the most like sought out concert next to Beyonce, I guess. Yeah. Give the queen, give Queen B her due for sure. You got front row. You had nothing but a fleeting thought. And you somehow, you were, you were the person that takes a paper clip and trades it into like a multi-million dollar house. <laughs> but Chris, it's another false summit. <laughs> Continue and tell us why. Okay, so we're freaking 
we're freaking out and we'd start talking to the people next to us they have all just bought their tickets too it was Ticketmaster added all those seats as front row seats after the stage was built and thank you Ticketmaster we you, you, that was great you made up for some of the bad you, things you may deserve your bad rap but this was <laughs> yeah, awesome this was great <laughs> so we are absolutely losing losing it front row right here um, like the stage lights are in the way. That's how close you are. They yes, we are. We are front to front with all the bouncers right in front of the stage. <laughs> we are not allowed to have uh, with our water bottles or like any of our drink cans. We have to pour them into glass cups because we're that close, and they don't want anyone throwing things on stage. It is. We we're like, okay, this is fabulous. The show starts. It is the most amazing. So miss thing. the openers. Well, yeah, we miss the openers. We got the. Uh, we got the last song of Haim, um, which I, I really enjoy them. Um, but we did get to see them later in the show. They came out and played with Taylor. Um, but yeah, missed the openers, but like slid in. Slid in, had time, made it downtown all the way into the concert. Did not miss a note of Taylor Swift, which was amazing. Um, front row and tell us row. the summit that we still need to get to. So concert is going. It is magical. I am sobbing for huge portions of it um she added she added speak uh long live from speak now to her set list which wasn't there before and it's such a song about like long-lasting friendships and kind of overcoming the odds and so i was sarah and i were sobbing it was just (laughs) like a very beautiful moment um and i can't even remember what part of this was it was beautiful it was magical taylor was literally right there i could see up her nose um sarah was like i could see her her nose we were she was like booty shaking right in front of us she made direct eye contact we were dying die like screaming hysterically dying it was so magical and we were also right by where she plays her secret songs um so we help, were help everyone okay to, just a half step into so that. every every one of her concerts she plays an acoustic set like a guitar and then one on the piano um of some of her songs and she really doesn't repeat them sometimes she does um but she really doesn't like repeat a lot of them so every city kind of has their own set secret Set, set list, set list of yeah, like a mini songs. set list, right? Yeah, and so people are like, oh, I'd love to hear it because it's sometimes like some of her more popular ones that aren't in the lineup, and sometimes they're like the really random bonus track from it. So you kind of have a chance to hear whatever. Um, and her piano set was right next to us, so we got to watch her like microscopically close to us perform a song that she doesn't perform live and it was uh, one she does with Ed Sheeran that I never thought I'd hear because it's a duet right and she did it it was beautiful um so it was great but (laughs) there's more at one point (laughs) we watch her like um like I think it was after the set well, I can't remember exactly. Um, but at one point, she's after she plays guitar, we watch her kind of like lean down and do something. Um, and this a sound guy comes, um, like they dim the lights. She whatever. Uh, sound so guy, sound guy working the concert, working her the concert. Crew. One of her crew comes up. Like I was, I noticed him like come up because he was like intently walking, and he intently walks directly to Sarah. Like, he has to come around a corner, walks straight to her, and he hands her a guitar pick. 
And then he sees I'm with her, with Sarah, and he hands me a guitar pick, too. So he's given us Taylor Swift's guitar picks, and we are dying, and they were album-themed. <laughs> Sarah got Midnight, and I got Lover. Lover's my favorite album. Midnight is way up there for Sarah as well. Like, absolutely perfect. Handed them to us directly. Like, here you go. So we have... Let's recap. I wonder how many people have just been like, the BS meter has been just so high, right? so high. I I gave you the front row seat. Like I'll I'll let that happen. But there's no way she looked at you, and there's no way she uh, directed someone to go give you a memento. I don't think she directed anyone. I think it was just Sarah's good vibes coming through, okay. and the sound guy was like. That's the girl. That's the girl getting it. <laughs> so it wasn't the two girls singing off pitch as loud as they as could. loud as they can and as screamy as they could. <laughs> it was so good. Um, so yeah, it was it was incredible. The rest of the concert was just beautiful. There were like things. There were things that were different from the first night. Um, that were like big. There were things that were different from the first light that were small. Um, there were things that I'm really excited about because I'm like, oh, I think that changed. Like, is that an Easter egg? What's going on? Um, yeah. So it was the best night. It was incredible. Uh, I'm really happy I got to do it. I'm even happier that it was with Sarah. She is really magical in so many ways, and I'm so grateful for her as a friend. Um, and I got to spend some extra time with her yesterday, which was without stressing, which is amazing. <laughs> it was perfect. Yes, everyone. This is the most unbelievable weekend <laughs> I've ever, ever seen, like, all come together at once. <laughs> and we did pause all the rational thoughts of anything that we could discuss to make sure that everyone heard <laughs> this unbelievable story. Yes, I really wish Sarah had been here with us to, like, discuss it, because I'm sure she has a whole different point of view. Oh, but a tight 36 didn't let her stay. Tight 36 didn't let her stay. <laughs> it was... It was it was amazing, and I feel very very lucky that so we got to do I'm it. I'm gonna start drafting the screenplay. <laughs> and we're gonna go shop this. Uh, what would you call this? Like tween movie, right? Like a Disney <laughs> Channel original movie about <laughs> two girls, two girls with a dream going to a concert to a famous <laughs> concert of not Taylor Swift because they don't want to afford the copyright. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Still one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard. It's pretty great. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks for letting us talk about it. I hope Thank everyone you. has whatever Taylor Swift experience you want. <laughs> and if you have a, even any Taylor Swift experience, we'd love to hear about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good or bad or trauma-rama Taylor Swift. We take those two. We will take whatever. <laughs> but this story was meant to be told. And we yes. told it, and it will live on the internet now. It will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> Anything to end with, Jeech? No. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for sticking through this. We love you a lot. All right. Till next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.